This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. You can save an extra $10 when you spend 40 or more on a great selection of participating items. Just look for the signs and save at Baker's. Hello and welcome to episode 158 of What a Rarity Man. And in this episode, I'm talking to Laura and Breeder of the Wild Geese. Um, I'm not going to talk long now because um, you may hear from my voice I have a cold, a really bad flu. And guess what? It's not even COVID. So I don't get any sympathy. I can't even isolate. And uh, underneath my mask, my nose is just running. So it's just a big load of snot. Anyway, if anyone slags me for having a math mask, I'll, I'll uh, anti-vaxxer, I'll just pull it down and snot all over them. But uh, uh, with that in mind, uh, here's uh, the wild geese. three years now so I was yeah. doing stand up and went down to her cabaret which was in Limerick. in Limerick I run a monthly cabaret show in Limerick City and yeah Brita um, I think she was talking to Stephen, Stephen Ryan Stephen Ryan yeah told me she's another there. great comedian from Limerick because yeah. I used to live at home and then in Galway and then you know coming up to Dublin all the time to do gigs so it's nice to keep it in the country so when Limerick isn't too far away so mm. I do quite like doing cabarets I did the Dirty Circus I quite like I think my comedy is good in a cabaret yeah, because but, I have random things going on and songs as well, a bit like yourself, you know this. Yeah, because you know, I've seen you doing stand-up uh, yeah. gigs. Uh, so you you do the stand-up circuit as well. Yes, yeah. And the cabaret circuit. What What's the cabaret? What's the difference between the stand-up and cabaret circuit? Well, I suppose because it's more variety show. Mm. I think that you can... The it's audience a different is a bit audience yeah. as well. Like the, I feel like cabaret audiences are just... They're the creme de la creme of audiences. <laughs> like they really are so 
they're up for everything they're so supportive they just love anything that's on stage they'll cheer for everything they're just everything just goes down well I've always found like when I started doing a bit of stand-up with her and we did Edinburgh Fringe and stuff like that and I just remember how quiet the audience was and I was like Oh my god! I just felt so uncomfortable. I was like, "Oh god, this is weird." Yeah, but then we get out the fatty head, and we're just like, "Aha!" But like in cabaret audiences, they love that. But stand up is just a different kind of vibe. Like they're still cool, like and they're still receptive, but they're just quieter. I think more quieter. listening, listening a bit more, maybe. Yeah. In stand up. Yeah, yeah, they're less yeah. whooping. But it, it really <laughs> yeah. does depend on the crowd, though. It's mm. not all. I get the feeling that uh, the cabaret audience then is more like the audience that first started going to comedy back in the 80s uh, when it was considered alternative comedy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I agree with that. Yeah. I think there's definitely... So you can do, you know, random things or you can say, maybe you can try something different. And No, I don't know. It just suited me better. I don't know. I kind of yeah. more... I like more variety when I'm watching a show and I, I like because I play guitar and I like music and the burlesque is always nice to watch. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just kind of... That's when they meeting her. We realize we're hanging out, and then we both sing, um, sing together, and then you know both just got on really well. And mm. I was like, because she had lost her job, well, let go. I was let go. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I actually decided to not go back. No, yeah. joking. No, they didn't renew my contract. <laughs> I was working at Bonradi Castle. Oh yeah. When they found out about my double life, I'm I'm pretty sure. It was, no, I'm joking. I'm done. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I think uh, I think it was just perfect timing, really. Cause, yeah. Because then we were like, let's just go in the van and let's just go. Yes, that was 2019, you know? wasn't it? Yeah. So, that, yeah, so we took to the road. Really, did you? We yeah. did, genuinely. The first stop was Echo, wasn't it? Yeah, because I, I had the van and I said to her, let's just try our own little cabaret. You know, we, I'll we'll sing together, I'll do the stand-up and you can do the burlesque. And, and then we just started from there. But where mm. would you, would you contact a venue and just go there? Or yeah, you, yeah, pretty much. And we used to just swing open the door of the van, and just sing out of it. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, people loved it. We sing on the beach, and it was just great crack. But we're just really almost was. we're just almost practicing really in live. You know, busking yeah, is kind of like because we were just getting to know each other and getting to know songs and stuff mm. like that. And but it was perfect. Some of the happiest days of my life. <laughs> in her did, VW. Yeah, you, you would turn up yeah, at a VW. Oh. Yeah. I yeah, have, have that camper van. 81? 91. Well, it's up for debate. Yeah, it could be in the 80s. So. But she's uh, maroon and white. Galway mm. colours. Galway, oh, yeah. Galway red. Senorita is her name. Yeah. And she's decent. Uh, but you would just turn up, say, uh, uh, at a beach, you were saying there? Maybe. Mm. Yeah, we we videos of us on Kim Beach singing with the ukulele, don't we? In Echo. Yeah, like we just, you know, it was more like busking, really. Yeah. And, um, but then we started to book gigs, you know, once we were, were ready, we sta- we yeah. did the Roisin Dove upstairs, we did Limerick a lot, mm-hmm. Ballon the Slow, my home little village, did that. And that was interesting. That was fun, yeah. Imagine doing a cabaret show in Ockram. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, when we're like, brilliant. who's talking? I was like, who's talking? Who's making all that noise? The and then was my father. Very <laughs> top of the bar talking to his friend. He's like, oh my god, it was yeah. great. But they loved it. Yeah. Cabaret audiences, they uh, love it. How long of a show? And would it would it be? Uh, oh, two hours. Like, are you serious? Yeah, we'd even do more if we could. Yeah. Like, we just <laughs> can't put a cap on us. Like, and w- were you improvising a lot? Oh yeah, a lot yeah. of us like we are so good off our cuffs. Mm. Like not to beat my own horn, but 
our our own horn. Beat your own drum and blow but your own beep, horn. Beep, beep. Oh yeah. I don't think you can you beep. Beep, well, you could beat your horn if you like. I don't care. <laughs> I beep a car horn. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Right. Oh, well, beep yeah. your horn. Beep, is that no, even but, a phrase? Beep your own. No, horn. no I don't beep think it is. My no. own horn. That's a blow your own trumpet. <laughs> well, I just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> is there someone at the door? Oh my God. Typical. Um. Oh we'll just take a little pause here. Well. Okay, so you got a delivery. Sorry. What'd you get? Um, I don't know. Something from Wish that I probably ordered about two years ago. <laughs> <Close>. <laughs> More tracksuits, huh? Oh. <laughs> no, no. It's um, a new vagina puppet. <laughs> from China? Yeah, from China. Uh, China vagina. Um, so... Uh, yes, we're very good off our cuffs. Yeah. We're very good, so... Well, there, you know, there is. Laura is very good at as a host in the cabaret. She's much better, I think, going to the audience. You know, like asking the audience. Something I, I find hard. You know, you know, in stand up, people always talk to the audience. Yeah. Um, not always, but like I found that kind of harder. So, we were learning off each other for sure, and um, but then you know, it's just more like. Um, just because we can, once you start singing songs together, like like this one, the country songs, you just there's loads of songs you can sing. But when we started writing our own songs, so we've been writing now. We're kind of dedicated to writing our own more. We're own like you know we've got a country song now about taco taco blocking because people think we're a couple, <sighs> and everyone so the taco you know like. So we're going to be alone forever is what she's trying to say. Because <laughs> yeah. we're taco-blocking each other. Yes, it's a country song. Taco-blocking. Yeah. So. We're, we're working on that one right now. Working on that. Cool. <laughs> right. Uh, no, but it's, I've even thought about doing this, going around in the camper van. I was with a guy who was a, a magician. I asked, I talked to him about it. But now I'm doing college, I guess I can't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I could do it in summer. Yeah. But it sounds amazing. Yeah. It just sounds like such fun. Yeah. That's great crack. Yeah. But yeah. when we were starting to try and record ourselves, then, you know, we got, that's why we got the Zoom. We were doing the podcast. When lockdown mm. came then, but we had a lot lined up, you know, for 2020. And oh, then the man. lockdown hit. Mm. So, so then we, we ended up in lockdown at my aunt's house and we started the podcast then because, you know, without grief and stuff. So it was something she really wanted to do. So, you know, I feel like we couldn't continue in oh. the van. We didn't really get to... That would would have been the really good year, the twenty twenty. Yeah. Go, and we did a bit, you know. Still, we were trying to record ourselves, but you know, trying to do everything, you know, film it, do the sound, mm. do the driving, do Edit. the entertainment, editing. It's a bit much for. We do it all ourselves. Yeah. So, so yeah. It's, it's, it we have a bit much. we have a good bit to edit still. You know, there's the stuff there we need to edit. Well, tell me about the, sorry. You mentioned a podcast about grief. Yes, good grief yeah. is our podcast. Um, so when we first met, we found out that we share um, the loss of a sibling. Mm. So she lost her brother and I lost my sister. Mm. Then I also lost my mom. So we just decided, let's talk about grief. But like not in like a sandals and candles kind of way, like more in a like kind of dark humor, make some fun about it. Like so we just always end up having a laugh every episode. But then also... We've had people tell us that it really, really helps them out. Mm. So with that, that makes it all worthwhile to us if we could just like help one person. Yeah, it makes it all worth it. But 
It's good to talk about it. Yeah. You know? And you bring guests on who talk about their... Sometimes, sometimes. Oh. But we... um, That's kind of more in a different vein. Like, we, we do, like, the Wild Geese podcast as well, where we just, like, interview wild women. Yeah. Like, all okay. around Ireland, which is which is great. But, um, but yeah, we need more guests on The Good Grief. Well, but the, because of COVID, COVID see, we yeah. haven't been able to talk yeah. to anyone. Exactly. So, now it feels like we can... It's been lifting. We can go into... Yeah. Yeah, I would really like to talk to people about grief. You know, they're, everyone shares it. A story someone has a story but it's people that like I have a friend of mine who has gone through incredible uh, hardship in her life but she's still positive you know and I, mm. I just love to tap into that like that's really I, I think something people would but it's really meditation is her big shtick you know that's her kind of mm. so there's always little um, uh, I suppose methods people have to overcome stuff you know so yeah, I'd love coping. to coping techniques coping techniques stuff mm. like that so we we have done you know we, we try we did one at Christmas now as the last one because that's kind of a sad time for people or hate it yeah do you love hate it hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it it's just such a family orientated times so you're like ugh gross <laughs> yeah it's a yeah, fake it's, or it's yeah but it's nice too whatever well my son um, was sick this uh, Christmas I mean he had a cold but we thought it could be COVID so uh, me and him isolated and it was brilliant because no one could come near us oh great and we didn't have to go anywhere <laughs> <laughs> delighted <laughs> Oh. It was really, yeah, because you're under pressure, kind of, to do the whole family thing. I know, so, too yeah. much pressure. Yeah, it was fantastic. COVID, thank you, COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. There's been some uh, positives over it, you know, like it's great for the introvert. No lockdown was yeah. uh, the introverts were loving it. Yeah, we had a bit of a break too, you know, like from live performances, which can be very tiring. Yeah, packing the van and getting the van around, and so. And you kind of rethink what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did. I think you, you value yourself more. We were happy now to a cabaret would charge 15 euro. And like, that's a good standard price now. I think, you know, people mm. know, you know, what they've been missing and what they, you know, I, I just... Audiences. I, audiences. Mm. And then I think they're willing to pay the 15, the 50, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't, I think, I do think artists need to value themselves more and stand-up com- comedy is, needs to value themselves more, you know. Yeah. Because it is, it's not just standing up and doing a few jokes. I mean, you are writing and you are spending time. Yeah. It's nerve-wracking. I find stand-up yeah. the most terrifying, like, performance art there is. You yeah. You know, like, people look at what I do and they're like, well, you can strip in front of an audience. But stand up is really scary. <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, because I actually feel like you put yourself out there more <laughs> during yeah. stand up. Because it's like, okay, I'm going to tell some jokes now, and hopefully my humor matches this room full of all random people's humor. <laughs> it's just yeah. kind of scary. Yeah, and I came from being in a band to doing stand up, and yes, yeah, stand up was far more scary. Yeah, than being in a band. it really is yeah. scary. It's scary, but also really exciting. That's what it. That's the. I suppose the drug the, pay, <laughs> the payoff well it's just yeah. the that's the excitement of it. that's the buzz the, the adrenaline is the nervousness you know like because uh, yeah. I did stand up years ago 10 years ago when I came back from New Zealand which was like 12 years ago mm. 5 minutes but I was so I was so nervous I was so like it, it, I was so excited and nervous it was just such a, f- a feeling of being so scared that I actually didn't do it for years after I went to the drama course I didn't like, I, while I enjoyed a bit of it, I also was too terrified. And I think mm-hmm. I, was, I was only 25 or something, you know, I think. And it was all very new, yeah, so, um, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I admire people who do it when they're young and continue. But I suppose, you know, young people have more confidence these days. <laughs> <laughs> Must be, yeah. So, I mean, uh, uh, I, I'd say it took five years on, uh, until I wasn't really terrified every mm-hmm. time before it went on yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh my God. 
So, um, yeah, and uh, what you do a cabaret show in Limerick. You still do that once mm-hmm. a month, is it? Yeah, yeah. The next one is um, on the 12th of yeah. uh, February. It's going to be Valentine's show. Oh, yeah. We're going to have Singles. Danny Ryan. Oh, right. What did you say? Singles. Singles cabaret. Singles oh, good. Yeah, so it's a little something for, you know... Everyone who's single on Valentine's but Day. But the good thing about Eventbrite now is, you know, everyone's doing Eventbrite and it is really good. I mean, um, because you can see, and there's a lot of people buying it who are single. I like that. Yeah, that's single really tickets. Good. Good. Single tickets. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So, so you feel that after lockdown, you, you feel you're worth it more and you're confident that... You know, your your people are paying in to see you. Oh yeah. Well, we always you always know your 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 worth, you know. But like, I suppose it's just what comes with um, maturity, and also just mm. like, yeah. I suppose after COVID, well, it was when just we were like doing this... shows in Galway at start, it was eight euro. I think we were charging in the rushing, and that's I was like, true. that's <laughs> not. It's four euro breasts. It's cheaper than the supermax. <laughs> <laughs> And like a bit of like I'm I must be crazy like do like doing burlesque for eight euro a ticket like those people are so lucky because yeah. you know you'll never get but me like, swinging my tits for less than one fifty <laughs> these days. Yeah, yeah. But even like, do you find the uh, family are don't take this as a serious career? Do you know. I feel like there's this like a stigma attached to any kind of creative career or yeah. artistry. If you're not like Bono and making millions, yeah, then you're and then you're like you know doing gigs and just getting by. Like I feel like there's there's it's harder for there to be a middle ground, but there is now because we do live in a different time and a different generation where you know like Ireland is the land of some of the best creative minds and artists in the world. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So like we have, like we owe it to our, you know, ancestry to just really dig our heels in and be like, no, I'm here. I'm of value. And that's the speech she gives her dad every, (laughs) (laughs) and he's like, shut up and become a guard. Would you (laughs) shut up a government paid job and just slog away like me. 5 a.m. starts and they're like oh yeah yeah. but no I just it's actually because of the grief that I've decided I don't give a fuck I'm always going to do what I want to do and I luckily I am in a more privileged position to say that but like not too privileged because I'm being brave here and like doing it myself or like we both are like we're taking the risk and be and like dedicating ourselves to the creative life but this Christmas my parents I think it was a kind of a shift where because we are doing really well now like we're getting like last year was quite good for us we're getting we're being hired now by different cabarets as a double act Mm. and we've so many little opportunities coming and so I feel like they see, and my sisters say that too, they're like, you know, your hard work is paying off. They can kind of see yeah. that now. And also, once you kind of, another year goes by, she's still at it all. She must really want it. And uh, so, but I... But yeah. I say, why Why not? Like, someone has to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, why everybody do sits it. down sure, in the yeah. evening and puts on a record or yeah. watches the TV. That's all entertainment. Mm. Like, yeah. it's part of us. We do need it. Mm. Like, and people really struggled without it during lockdown. So I just feel like I'll never be made to feel like I'm not essential. Mm. And, um, uh, maybe no, not in a no, pandemic. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, particularly live entertainment. I mean, even yeah. uh, I maybe took it for granted myself how important an audience is. Because if you do a gig on Zoom, yeah, I know. it's just oh, horrible. Awful. Yeah. 
So you need the live audience. They're yeah. almost like another. Uh, it's like a double act, you and the yeah. audience. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's a connection. Mm. They're like the battery that charges you. Do you mm. know what I mean? You really feed off it, and but I do. I feel like um, I think it takes. I think it takes balls. I think it takes flaps to be an artist and a creative person, and and it pays off. You yeah. know. So yeah. listen. Well, if you just put in the time and, and dedication, I think it does. Like, opportunities won't come unless you're open to it I feel like you know and I, I remember last year I did like you know really was I did a kind of a it was what's called that um oh life coach I was just I didn't I was wasn't paid for anything I just like was Ooh. a volunteer I'm saying that uh, who would pay for a life coach <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually she good shitting down on <laughs> all their career <laughs> paths like, that's not a real I'm job kidding. I'm kidding I'm kidding <laughs> I'm kidding. I know. I, I just did it. And, and that was the one thing that she said. You've got, you know, you're an artist. You have to say it every day to yourself. I mean, because I was in that time, maybe I should go back to the, the healthcare because and I've done different jobs and I'm doing the green cert now and I always have a few fingers in the pies and stuff. But, um, mm-hmm. but um, you know, once I started saying that, opportunities did actually start opening up. It was kind of like a, I don't know, it's a, a switch in the thinking uh-huh. and somehow mm-hmm. it it's almost like, I don't know. It's because society does bring you down. Like, you know, like it is a, a system that is puts the narrative in your head that you have to have a nine to five and you have to be able to afford a mortgage and this, that and the other. But you have the freedom to turn around and be like, I don't want that. I don't want any of that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'll rent for the rest of my life. I don't give a shit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's just you you have the power. We have the freedom to to, to live the life we want to live if you really dedicate yourself to it yeah. and you're fortunate and whatever it's, yeah. and it, it's different uh, uh, some people have artistic parents and so they mm. grow up with it being a serious thing that yeah. helps that's actually yeah. very true but again like I said with the with the grief and like just like when when you lose half your family you're just like do you want to fuck all this like mm. this is like we are literally here for such a little amount of time and it's also just like like what are, I know not to get real deep on it it's like what are we anyway we're just like fucking bacteria with notions you know yes. what I mean like we're just dressed up bacteria so like why why not just do whatever you want yeah do whatever yeah. you want yeah and that gives you the freedom to do why not sure it's my prerogative I suppose to do anyone that, that does say that to you or makes you feel like that I always think you know they're that's their fears. Their fe- that's their they're, limits that yeah, they're, they're putting like, on you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's, that's um, what you're afraid of. Yeah. You're afraid to not get the house and this, that and the other. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. And also it. you're kind of making little of their little of their life. They feel like their life, what, what are they doing? Work, yeah, or you know, they might question it. Question their own. They're like, then, oh, I didn't know I had a choice. Yeah. yeah. But apparently I do. I think it was so Jerry Seinfeld yeah. that said, um, um, when he started comedy, he said... Um, uh, well, as as long as I can afford a bread roll to feed myself, I can do this for a living. Mm. And I thought that was a great way of looking at it. Do you mm. mean as long as I can always just put food in my mouth, I can do this? And look at him now. Yeah, squillionaire. Squillionaire. Yeah, squillionaire. Yeah. I, I remember hearing him say as well that he uh, at one time he he I don't know he was just on the street in New York or whatever, and he saw these construction workers doing their job, working at what they did, and he went. Well, if I take comedy like that and I just work at it, that's my job. Mm. That's that's, exactly. that's the way to go. Exactly that, you know? yeah. 
exactly you know, like work out at eight hours a day or whatever yeah you know, take a break and <laughs> yeah you know. but then i suppose that's the creative trap too as well because you have fingers in many pies you know yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. i could do this this this, yeah. this but we make uh, it work don't we yeah, yeah it's kind of cool you, yeah. did you ever get any uh, help from the arts council or at any not I got, uh, well, oh, yeah, uh, the 10, 10, 20, I got Galway 2020, I got um, um, a grant, I suppose, a, a funding, mm. funding to do at the time, which was, a, a, I was going to do a comedy about agriculture and the environment and uh, called 10, 10, 20, the land is on drugs. Because it's 10, 10, 20, and it was fell on 10, the fertilizer. Because yes, 10, 10, 20, 10 to the 10th, 2020, fell right on fair day in Ballinasloe. It was perfect. But then lockdown, I couldn't do it. Oh, it was bad. And I actually yeah. couldn't, during the year, I couldn't, you know, I wanted to go into theatre and get a few people, like, uh, you know, like tease out the show and get everything. But I just, you know, I kept to stop. I couldn't, you know, like I couldn't yeah. quarantine. And then it was, and then, you know, then it was like, oh, can I only have 35 people in the audience and then you can only have 50. And then I had to deal with all that. So anyway, but then in the end, it was like, actually, no lockdown. Remember lockdown actually happened in, in the start of October. So that was that. But in the what the money I I just said right I knew that the money wouldn't go to that so then I decided to do a music video called Annie Oaks it's a it's a song about native Irish trees because I there's oh, only three percent Irish native Irish trees cover in Ireland it's the lowest in Europe yeah so you know me and Laura I I kind of had the idea and then so it's great having a collaborate collaborative partner because we just teased it out went to my friend down in Kinsale Sonny. Kind of got mates rates on it, and um, yeah. he had a studio there, and he, yeah, we just kind of did it. I had uh, the idea. John Allen it. filmed it. John, John Allen filmed it. And I got my burlesque dancers to be in the uh, background. Yes, Bonnie, Bonnie Boo, Boo and Patsy Pleasure. Yeah, she's a Dublin girl, and um, she's going to be in our show. On so Brita, oh, she is. Yeah, yeah. she's going to be on Saint Bridget's Gate. But um, Brita thought it'd be great to use the money to get women in their underwear in a field in Ireland in January. Yeah, <laughs> it was freezing. I know, but it's lucky I did it because actually that's yeah before the world before ended. The world, cause I mean, mm. So I did have the idea, and then I I could. So then, yeah, most of the money, a lot of the funding went on that, and that was it. And I, I did a, a, a webinar, the land is on drugs. Then, of um, and then so, but in the future, I hope to to go back to Ballinasloe and do do it in the town hall there. Mm. You know, everything I've learned and put it on, like, you know, the songs about slurry, you know, dress, yeah, I'm going to dress her up as an earthworm and shoot shit at her and mm. drop, like, loads of... Right. <laughs> drop or, loads of... of yeah. Sam's such a good friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, because I really interest in farming. It's I do art, yeah. Joe. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we have... Um, I do we a have soil a music video, though. We have a music video. That was great. So that really Called got... Slurry. Um... um Annie Oaks really took off. It was great. A lot of people watched it, and and that was great crack. So that we have mm, that anyway yeah. in the bag. It's great to perform live. We actually and do it live really it's well. It's really fun. Live, it sounds yeah. the best live in my opinion. Oh really? Yeah, it's great. I haven't seen you live. Both oh no way! Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so where would I? Where would I see you? Well, oh. Bridget's Gay Cabaret in Dublin now, the eleventh of Feb. Uh, 11th of Feb. 11th yeah. of Feb. It's a Friday? It's a Friday. It's in Cavanagh's pub. Do you know, it's on Ockram Street. It's literally just down there. Yeah. No, we, ha- yeah. we have the um, yeah the up. yeah the eleventh. We'll yeah. put a ticket on the door for you, Joe. Uh, <laughs> because it's great now. It's back to full capacity, but it's still sixty is still only the capacity there because oh, well, okay, yeah. any upstairs gigs, you know, the it's fire, fire hazards. Oh, really? Well, it's because yeah. they have their stairs is too narrow. And I learned that because actually the first time we did Stony Banter, I was mm-hmm. like. 
a lot of people came a lot like the dykes showed out that night it was full of lesbians oh, it was great power lesbians wall to wall power lesbians they're like, the ones with the money who and most, some of them was, was she was a fire chief so she explained to me because I was like why is there only 60 I don't understand she, she wrote me, showed me the stairs and the stairs no is too cares. narrow In no it is interesting <laughs> though because what you need to do is actually mm. do a massive reconstruction and are people going to really do what? that I don't think you can you we're very, to we're, we appreciate the venue, venue. yeah <laughs> We're very grateful to Kavanaugh's. I know I am. And just we move, love the venue. Just do, uh, you know. Yeah, and just and move venues. And what they do. need to do is blow the fucking place up. <laughs> just blow it all out. <laughs> Get a new staircase. It's like, what the fuck? Well, thank you, Kavanaugh's. You felt that one of the shows, though, where you start demolishing the venue. Putting in a new Give everyone sledgehammers at the door. Like, oh, yeah, like just building yeah. an outside stair escape, you know? Oh, my that's God. That's New York. You know? like, that's oh, why yeah, they have a lot of them in New York. Cool. They have to, at the outside. We inside. appreciate you, Kavanaugh. Yeah, Thank do. you for Thank having you. us, yeah, Louise. Yeah, and, Louise yeah. <laughs> and you're okay, there. And Robbie. Won't demolish the Yeah, your stairs are safe. No, but we're grateful for them for helping us put on. Like, they're giving us a great space. It is a great room. It just sounds really more exciting than the stand-up. Uh, scene actually yeah so it's uh, just I'm, a bit more wild yeah. exactly 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 mm. exactly that into i mean i'm doing brian gallagher now slats laughs you know brian mm. is great i mean oh, we yeah. had him the first time in Sinead quinlan as well mm. and we will it's great to you know we had him adorn it's great to introduce mm. yeah you know to, to get um to know up. people mix it up and bring yeah them. i like the idea because i do mm. like running our own shows i've kind of Enjoy that yeah. for you know both of us. We quite like the making the posters. Fly, yeah. going that's where flyering. we thrive. That's yeah. where yeah. we thrive is in front of an audience live. Like just the stuff that comes out is just incredible. It's so funny. Yeah. But it's kind of like Whatever. the you know like Comedia dell'arte back in the day when they used to come into villages and yeah. it's the market and, and it's just flyer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that kind of thing. Shows yeah. on yeah. two yeah. o'clock. Yeah. I really Apparently, would love to do that. Uh, you know. But we're actually oh. doing the next gig actually is St. Bridget's Day in the Mud Island Community Gardens in North Strand. Have you wow. ever heard of it? Mud no. Island? And we're doing a Bridget's Bridget. Day special and we're nice doing about, what, 20, 30 minutes or something. Nice one. Mm. So that's a few songs and cool. obviously we'll have to keep it as clean, maybe. <laughs> Relatively <laughs> like, Do you want burlesque? No. Hannah, but, uh, so Brid- Bridget fans, you know, like... Uh, there's a lot of Bridget freaks out there. Yeah. Like, yeah, once you yeah. scratch, they're, they're out there. They're, they're loving it. Yeah. So it's great. Next year, obviously, the... It should be a bank a fest- holiday. Really. Well, it is a bank holiday next year. Oh, it is next year, mm-hmm. is it? Oh, right, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the bank holiday this year is the 18th of March, but it's going oh, to change to the bank first... Oh, holiday they've added. Yeah, yeah. It, it's for Bridget. Yeah. Bridget. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be... even. If, I don't know if they're going to do it on the first, the first Monday or the actual first. It's the first bank holiday in Ireland that's after a woman. Yeah, really, yeah. Yeah, it only took us this long, but we're there. <laughs> well, I don't know how it's named after. What other bank holidays were named after anyone? This, oh, apart from St. Patrick's Day. Patrick's uh, Day. I don't, well, I suppose Jesus. Just oh, give Jesus. us the win. Okay. Jesus <laughs> got a few of them. He's Jesus got, had a few. Yeah. Easter. Easter, Christmas, the, yeah. Yeah. the works. <laughs> Yeah, he's hogging them. Jesus, he is. He? He's a typical man. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Um, well listen it was brilliant chatting to you yeah thanks for having us yeah it's been great crack There you go, the wild geese there, and uh, 
Um, they're brilliant and, and look out for them. They're on a different scene than I would be doing, of course, uh, cabaret and all that, but uh, it's something I want to check out and maybe get involved in as well. Uh, check them out on Instagram as well. Uh, the world keys. And uh, uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, see ya. Buzzy, buzzy. Sorry, I'll see you now. Good luck, man. Nice one. easy to save every day at Whole Foods Market. Shop their 365 by Whole Foods Market line. From juice boxes to jerky, it's the flavors that pop, not the price tags. With thousands of items store-wide, you'll find awesomeness on every aisle. Bring it home without compromising your standards, because it's all made without the 230-plus ingredients Whole Foods Market bans from all food. Feel good about what you put on the table and what you keep in your wallet at Whole Foods Market.